what cannot be explained must be explored. This week on the podcast, The Watcher in the Woods by Disney. bookish it's a book podcast where we reread books from our youth and see if they're still good but today it's a little bit different because we're doing a movie (laughs) i'm one of your hosts emma i'm the other host allison yeah today we're doing uh it's a pick of mine it's halloween we wanted to pick some like fun halloween movies that we liked when we were kids and this one i remember pretty Pretty vividly from my childhood as being really terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's The Watcher in the Woods. And if you had the Disney Channel growing up, you probably saw it because that's where I saw it. My sister rented it. She had a friend come over to her house. Um, well, her house is my house. She had a friend come over to our house. And I remember they were they were watching it in the living room and I wanted to watch it. My sister's like, no, get away. She she wasn't too fond of me back then. Um, <laughs> but I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, that looks really creepy. And it turns out that she and her friend got too creeped out and couldn't even finish it. It is pretty creepy. And then the second time I saw it, they actually played it in school. You know, I remember you telling me that, and I thought it was strange. But then when I was like doing research on the movie, I ran across an article where someone also said that they watched it in school. Yeah. And I was like, who... Who would watch this? It was They're terrifying. Just like it's Disney. No, it was terrifying. Yeah, I kept my head down on the desk for most of it. So, what, how old were you? It was um, sixth grade. Yeah, that's still a bit too young because uh, wh- I was looking up kind of the history of the movie and everything. And first of all, it shouldn't be a surprise that it's like super creepy because the director is known for like horror films what yeah and i guess like disney brought them on board for them to have um it's actually kind of confusing because the director tells a story about how like he remembers signing onto the project saying like this could be our exorcist like that's a quote um this is Disney, sir. Yeah. And so, like, he was under the impression that Disney wanted to move into the more, like, adult market. Oh. Um, but later article, articles were saying that, you know, as the filming went by, Disney kept toning it down more and more and more, like, because they were just afraid to take that step. And so yeah. then they tried to market it to teens instead. Like, they were trying, then they decided to do the teen market. Yeah. And it's definitely more appropriate for teens, but not sixth Absol- graders. Yeah, absolutely. But I did find it kind of interesting that the director, like, he was known for a movie called The Legend of Hell House. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Can you see it? (laughs) But there's a lot of other really interesting things about the film itself. Uh, First of all, it is based on a book, so one day I'm going to read that book. Yeah. I want to see what it's like and if it's anything like it. And that book is from 1976. And uh, Was it a male or female author? It was a female Female. author. Okay. And the movie first released in 1980, but it was pulled after 10 days. Wow. Because everybody just hated the ending. And the ending that it originally had is the um, shorter alternate ending that we saw. Okay. So the version that we that we saw on the DVD and that everybody knows from the Disney Channel was like a later ending that they were like basically had another director come in and shoot it. Uh, they also said that they had... 
what what was it exactly? Oh yeah, okay. So Harrison Elshaw, who was the like visual effects designer on the movie, he said in an interview that they had 152 possible endings that Disney had brought in, what? like science fiction writers to pe- and people to like try to fix this movie. And this, I was about to say, this was after the 10-day yeah. showing, and they're like, oh, yeah. crap, we've got to do something. Right. So 152 options. <laughs> yeah, but what's stupid about it is so they brought in, like, actual writers and, like, paid them and then di- used none of those endings. And the person who actually whose ending they used was the visual effects designer himself. Oh, wow. Like, okay. they just used his ending. <laughs> and that was the ending that we saw in the official I wonder movie. why they didn't go with the other ones. Maybe, Maybe was, they were too complicated. That's what I was thinking. Like, they couldn't make it work yeah. or... Because there were a lot of I'm complications sure a, with reshoots. I was, and I'm sure they had a tight deadline. Like, they want to make this money. Yeah. So, I guess they... Um, the second alternate ending on the DVD is, like, a longer one where they show, like, space and stuff. Yes. They actually show the spaceship. That was the ten, intended to be the original ending. But um, they rushed... Disney rushed the movie out. And they didn't have time to finish the effects. And so, you got the, like, sort of in-between ending. Yeah. Um... But they didn't like the actual effects ending either, so it didn't matter. But uh, in between that original 1980 release, it was like 18 months. I think it wasn't until like the end of 1981 that they re-released it again with the new ending wow. that we all know. Yeah. That I think is kind of, it's an okay ending. Yeah. It worked. It, but it could have been better. I and mean, so, they had 152 options, I'm I know, sure. One of those, I want to know what those endings are. I like, but I'm assuming, yeah, it's totally about like filming because I think they had like trouble getting Betty Davis back to England to to shoot, and so they had like really limited things that they could do, and that's why there's two Karens. Remember, we were yes. like that Karen; it does not look that's the same. A totally different Karen. Yeah, because they couldn't get that girl back. Oh, uh, and some other stuff, and it was just, you know, it was a mess. I guess there was also another intro. Like, the the movie opens with, like, some creepy music box music. Yes. And then, uh, like, just shots of the woods, kind of. Yeah. Which I thought was good because it kind of, like, was the voyeuristic shots that they use a lot in the movie, which I really enjoy those shots. But the original ending was apparently a lot scarier where it showed, like, a little girl playing in the woods and she had, like, a doll and the little, like, I guess the watcher shoots out their, like, beam of blue light or whatever that you see throughout the movie, and, like, it hits the doll, the girl runs away, and then it just shows, like, the doll's face melting, and that's the... Oh, my gosh! That's the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was necessary. <laughs> I think it's creepier to I have... I You... No. Well, you do like It's dolls. kind of like an explosive beginning. I'm kind of into it. But but that was one of the many things that Disney saw, like, as they were going, and were yeah, like, no, no you got to tone this well, down. Well, I... I feel like it's a bit more unsettling the way that they did it, the original, where it's just shots of the woods and stuff. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I know this. Going into this, I know it's creepy, so what's happening? What's going to happen? Well, the, If I, I th- had seen a sh- shoot of... I, I think I would have been confused. Like, what? what you're was- probably right about that, because now that I think about it, throughout a lot of the movie, you don't know who or what the Watcher is, and so it, you kind of assume it could be a person, like, or a stalker. I always, I always think it's a ghost. Yeah, it could be. But, like, if you see, like, a flash of blue light, you immediately know it's not, like, a person. Right. You, like, are already clued in, I guess, to what it might be. Right. Probably still ghost-like, but... Is there a website dedicated to... Not just a Wikipedia, like, fan page, but, like... There might be, but I didn't... I didn't look... I guess I'm just thinking, like, 1995 
what were those geo geo cities? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there might be. I, I found a lot of people that had written articles about the movie. That's really cool because they just remember it fondly, like we do. But most fondly, of the, fondly. I remember it fondly. I don't. <laughs> Unlike a lot of the uh, books that we read, I hadn't seen this movie since I don't even remember when. Like My last time was in middle school. There was no way I was touching that thing again. Well, mine was definitely on VHS. Oh, so, yeah. be- Because they, I mean, I never had it on DVD and they didn't have it on Netflix or anything else like that. And so the last time I saw it was VHS. And so when we watched it recently, that, that was the first time I had seen it since a child yeah. You know, I hadn't rewatched it, so it was a really fun experience to yes, watch it, was. it again. So I guess let's uh talk about what it's about. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try not to uh go well, what into I, too much. What detail. I remember what I remember of it, so I remember seeing previews or clips of it on I guess it was on the Disney Sunday night movies they would play. I just or I'd see a trailer for it on another movie, but what I w- what I would remember are the mirrors and like this girl being blindfolded, yeah. and that was terrifying, yeah. intriguing but terrifying. The blindfolded girl is definitely the most scary thing in the movie, in my opinion. Um, which, when I looked up the remake that they did in like two thousand seven or whatever, oh yeah, that's they right. They removed the blindfold and made her like. Her mouth gagged instead. Do you know who directed that? Did you Melissa see? Melissa Joan Hart. Right. Yes. Because she was a fan. Because she's our age. Sort of. She may be well, a little Why would she do something like that? Um, why would she change it to a gag? I'm not really sure. I could understand her wanting to redo it with a new ending because the ending was just really kind of a mess. Um, and apparently she did. I haven't watched it. I need to watch it. But I don't know why she would have changed. That seems like a strange change to make. Yeah. Because the blindfold part is what I remember most vividly. Yeah. And it's the fact that she was spooky. wearing like all white. Yes. Yeah. It's spooky. Super spooky. So yeah, my my recollection my recollection of this movie is super scary. Um girl, mirrors. That's it. That was kind of all I could remember. I will also mention Emma kept her eyes closed through a lot of this movie. A lot of it. <laughs> I would like look over at Allison and cover my eyes and say, what's happening? That is usually what I do with scary, scary movies. I'm watching with someone else. I'm just like, just tell me just what's tell happening. Just tell me what's going on. <laughs> I mean, the imagery in this movie is really subtle. So I, 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 don't, I don't really consider it scary. I would call it more sp- suspenseful than anything yes. else. Yes. So it starts out mm-hmm. with a family. Right, yep. they're in a car. Yep, they're they're moving into the uh, house in the English countryside. It's a beautiful house. It, it is. Uh, I tried to find information about that house, and all I could find is that it's apartments now. Aw, so would you live in those? Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they get the house really cheap because Miss Aylwood, who's the eccentric owner, still lives on the property. She lives in like the guest house or whatever, and she's really quote unquote picky about who lives there. Yes. And she's immediately interested in Jan, the oldest daughter. I guess we should talk about all the people. There's mom oh, yeah. and dad. Who cares about them? Their last name is Curtis. So Mr. and Mrs. Curtis. Uh, Jan is the older daughter. She's blonde and she's about 17-ish. Mm-hmm. Then they have Ellie, the younger daughter. Uh, who I don't know. Is like 13? I don't know. I don't think she's... She's got to be like 13 or 14. 12? 
I think she's 13 or 14. Oh, I don't 12 know. seems much younger. Doesn't matter. I, Whatever. I she's tell. she's young. <laughs> she's wearing a an awesome silver jacket in the beginning of the movie. I'm oh, like, I've forgotten I, about that. That was like the main, the first note. I want that jacket. That's, that's what Emma So would 70s, notice. 80s. It looks great. Also, the girl that plays that, the younger daughter, Ellie, is uh, on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So. Oh. Kyle Richards. Okay. So if you watch that show, you would know that. Anyway, so they're moving in, and Mrs. Aylwood is, like, really interested in Jan, is acting super creepy about her. Very like, creepy. asking her, like, you know, if she considers herself kind and sensitive. Like, what kind of person are you? Are you kind, <laughs> sensitive? Do you sense things? And she's, she's like, like, uh. I guess so. I, I guess, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, maybe. And immediately she's, like, freaked out, but. <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> she's like, I don't know if I want to live here. And. Jan is already freaked out, but we get our first glimpse of, like, creepiness when she's, like, looking in the bedrooms, and she looks out the window towards the woods, <gasps> puts her hand up against the glass, <gasps> and it shatters into a perfect triangle, and she sees, like, a blue uh, flash from the woods right at the same time. Yeah. I would be out of there. Ugh! Yeah, the, the triangle bit was a little... It was something, anyway. I wonder was, how they did that. I mean, it they probably, probably I, it looked it. kind of... Like, was I, it drawn? I think it was maybe like maybe like a film they put on the window. Okay. That's what it looked like to me. Like it looked raised almost. I, I can't remember because I probably had my eyes closed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they show the window later in other scenes yeah. and it's still there. And I think it looks like kind of 3D. So I, I'm assuming they put something on top of the window. Okay. Anyway, whatever. So, is so it, at that point, does she talk to her mom? Like, I yeah. kind of have a strange feeling about this place. Yeah. She... She, like, tells her mom that she, like, thought she saw someone out in the woods. And she was like, could we find another place, mom? Like, I don't really want this. And mom's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's we're, fine. It's fine. We're moving in. Th- this is where we're living. And so Jan's like, all right, whatever. So as they're, like, leaving um, with the realtor. By the way, there's a weird scene where, like, the dad plays jazz music. And the realtor, oh, like, yeah. acts like he, it's he's, like, the devil or something. He's like, oh, I thought you played good music. And he's like... He makes some creepy comment about having oh, a yeah. soft touch late at night or some <laughs> weirdness. It's the weirdest scene ever. I forgot about that. I forgot about He's that. He's like, I've got a soft yeah. touch late she at night. She thought the realtor thought like he was a classical musician yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I guess playing jazz is the devil's music. And I'm like, this is 1980. Well, Miss Elwood might. Maybe she doesn't like jazz music. Maybe that was. I think I it's don't the know. realtor that doesn't like it. She was like a hundred, and she was, you know, her delicate sensibilities were were marred by d- d- that devil's music. Does jazz music bring bring the ghost alive? Is it? That's what she's like. She already knows that there's. Does she, she know that there's things no. going on? No. Okay. She doesn't seem like she knows because when they uh, get back into the car to leave, um, I don't remember how the conversation starts. Like someone says something. And the realtor tells him about how Miss Aylwood lost her daughter, you know, that she disappeared. So she knows about that. Right. But she didn't seem to act like she knew that, that anything else windows was going break on. in a perfect yeah. triangle. Although they do make a comment at the beginning about why is it so cheap and someone said it's haunted and she like kind of, ha ha, So maybe she does know. I don't know. Whatever. We never see the realtor lady again. No, Who we cares don't. about her? She can go. She's just there to introduce the house. Right. I should also mention that, like, throughout all these scenes, you get, like, it jumps to, like, clips of these, like, voyeuristic scenes from the woods, which I think are really well done. Yes. Um, it's Where you're just 
watching the family like inside the house yeah and it's i guess from the point of view of the watcher who at this point we have no clue what it is or who it is yeah or anything like that as the family drives off here's one of the creepiest parts is miss Aylwood like looks out the window and she says she's going to stay here is that what you wanted oh yeah and so knowing what we know later it that particular statement would indicate that miss Aylwood knows more than she lets on because how would miss Aylwood know that they need a mirror image of Karen yeah to get her back yeah. I mean this is jumping way ahead yeah I know <laughs> well I, I mean just just with that little statement alone you're given a sense that she has, or at least when I was watching it, she has a relationship with what's what's out there. She knows that there's something out there. She knows it has a preference. <laughs> That's how what's so she, weird about it. How would she know that unless she had some sort of relationship with what's out there? Yeah, and clearly she'd been like seeing people to let the house and turning them away when they didn't have someone like Jan. And I'm like, she, how does she know they never explain They that. never explain it. They ne- And she doesn't let on no. that she knows anything, really. And at the end of the movie, she doesn't let on. It's just... Uh, Do you think they just kind of like put the camera on Betty Davis and said... Do whatever you want. Probably. Work your magic. Or maybe that's the only way she'd sign on to the movie is like, she let me say my own lines. I don't think so. Because she didn't say anything super crazy. And and remember they removed all that like witchcraft stuff later. Oh yeah, because Disney didn't want witchcraft to be too mentioned. much. Yeah, I'm surprised they kept the jazz bit in. Soft touch <laughs> late at night. <laughs> what? Gross. Maybe we're just reading too much into it because we're dirty. Uh, there was some. Uh, you reminded me though, talking about Betty Davis wanting to do her own thing. Uh, there was a bit. Apparently, there's a different DVD that has director commentary, but our DVD does not have it because I tried to go back and watch it to see if I could get it, but whatever. So this, apparently from the director commentary, there was like a little bit about how when they show like scenes of younger Mrs. Aylwood, Betty Davis really wanted to play her younger self too, but they (laughs) couldn't make it work because she was 70 when this movie came out and she was supposed to be what, like a 40 year old maybe (laughs) in the flashback scenes, maybe not even, I don't know. And so they tried to do it and they did all these like expensive makeup on her and then uh, I guess when they were watching it, the director's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And um, she was like in agreement, I guess, basically. Mm. But she really wanted to play her younger self. And they They had to go through her. all that trouble. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she is a bit of a diva. Who knows? Hey, more power to her. Pretty much in the next scene, they're moving into the house. And Jan has another strange run-in where she's putting up a mirror. She doesn't see her own reflection in it. <sighs> and then it cracks into a triangle again. I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> except this time in the triangle, she sees the figure of the blonde girl with the white dress and the white blindfold. Yes. And then the whole mirror crashes down and breaks. And that looked expensive, too. <laughs> it, it really did. And I feel like she... Was she in a trance when this happened? Because she's kind of unaware of, like, oh, I don't know what happened. Or I'm like, yes, you do. You just saw the whole thing. Well, she explained it to her parents. Like, she tried to anyway. I think she says she didn't know why the mirror fell down because she wasn't touching it. Yeah. Which she wasn't. 
But, you know, she tries to be like, I didn't see my reflection. I saw someone else's. And they're just like, whatever, Jan, you know, quit like, doing them no, drugs. No, that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the second time she said it. Yeah. So her, you think her mom would be like, hmm. what's going on, Jan? Yeah. And even someone mentioned in the beginning of the movie, like we said, that, oh, maybe the house is haunted. Yeah. So maybe the house is haunted. But not everyone would believe that. I'm not <laughs> sure that I would believe it. When, when mirrors started falling, if someone said, look, I didn't see my reflection. <laughs> I mean, I would try to explain it away, but I okay. will say that if, if we moved in somewhere together and you had a lot of run-ins in a short amount of time, I might start to be like, okay, what's really going on? Yeah. I, I would try to explain it away, but I wouldn't <laughs> just be like, whatever, Emma. You know. You obviously broke that mirror. I don't know how you could explain. Like, there was somebody else's face in the mirror <laughs> yeah i don't know did she, i can't remember this part does she say that it's a blindfolded girl did she even recognize like maybe she... she did i don't i know later she keeps trying to she tells people about the blindfold because that's how she finds out other that things. it's karen yeah uh but i don't know if she mentioned it at this point i think she just says i saw someone else okay. in there I don't know, but her parents... Maybe, her, she, maybe she thought she was going on some crazy drug trip. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed pretty unsure of what she had seen. So, I don't know. The movie kind of moves on, and suddenly, like, Jan is in town with this guy named Mike that she's besties with already, and I'm like, did we miss a scene where they met each other? We didn't see that. It must have been cut because they're just, like, acting like they're dating already, and well, I'm like, who's this Mike person? <laughs> if they were marketing it for teenagers, wouldn't they want to include that part? They probably had to cut it. It was probably just an editing thing. Maybe the director's like, no, that's that's not exorcist enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't a romance. And her, so her little sister the whole time too, like when they're in the house, she's pretty content with everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's just. And late, well, we'll get to what happens later. Okay. But yeah, so, so far Ellie has had no problems or. It's just Jan. Or just Jan. Jan's the problem. Jan's the problem. So. Jan is in town at Mike's house, her new beau, and Ellie has gotten a dog from somewhere. We missed a lot, apparently. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> they know. They cut like, out a lot. They, they show the family there, like, the mom is there buying groceries or, like, farmer's produce from Mike's mom. Right. And Because they show him, like, loading bags into the car. Yes. And Mike and Jan are all flirty-flirty, and Ellie's got a dog. And they're like, well, what are you going to name it? And that's when she gets all creepy mm-hmm. and writes the name Narek into the window, which we cut to like a scene of Mike's mom outside looking at the window and it says Karen and she, she like flips <gasps> her shit. Yeah. It's obviously hit a sore spot for her. Yeah. Yes. And she's immediately like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> And she, like, runs off, and um, Jan's like, where did you come up with that name? And she's like, you whispered it to me. That is creepy. Super creepy. Blech. And that's the first time Ellie gets any kind of, like, creepy stuff <laughs> happening, but it just gets worse from here on. I do want to say there's an inconsistency, because in this scene, Ellie says uh, that Jan whispered the name to her. Mm-hmm. But later, they ask her again, like, where'd you get that name from? And she says the dog named itself. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, not what you said before. My name is Narek. <laughs> At this point, there's like a bunch of various other th- creepy things that happen. Like uh, Jan sees like a glowing circle in the pond in the woods. Is uh, this the part where she? Is where she falls in? Um, 
she goes into the woods because Ellie... Ellie ran off into the woods. Trying to follow Narek. Yep. And, okay. and uh, then Jen's like... Jan loses her, I guess, and they find like a little pond in the middle of the woods. And as they're like looking around, Jan sees like a glowing circle and then like a flash of light. <gasps> or maybe it was the flash of light and then the glowing, glowing circle. circle. I, don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's creepy. Yeah. Uh, Ellie doesn't see any of this, but she does think that she hears Jan humming a tune. She's like, that's a pretty tune you're humming. And Jan's like, I'm not humming anything. And it, it's the same creepy like music box tune that we mm. hear at the beginning of the movie. Because, you know, music boxes are always creepy. They are. This is also where Jan falls into the uh, pond, pond, and they show Miss Aylwood trying to free her, but it looks like she's trying to drown her. It really does look like she's trying to I drown mean, cause her. Because she's looking so, like, stern when she's <laughs> doing it. Uh, and I, this is another scene I remember pretty vividly from when I was a kid, being, like, creeped out by it. Because at that point in the movie, you don't know what Mrs. Aylwood's all about. Well, in the DVD, wait, on the DVD, don't they describe her as kindly? Yes, <laughs> yes. And I thought that was really strange. They were like the kindly caretaker. And I'm like, okay, maybe at the end of the movie, but like the Throughout first the whole thing. half, she's yeah. like sour and gruff and not kindly. No. No. And also that just, spoiler because I remember it being like a thing when I was young, like thinking that she was an evil old witch yeah. and not knowing what her motives were until like halfway and that's through. And part, that's part of the story. I know. Especially at this point, because like I said, her face was total. Yeah. I don't even know. What would you describe that face as? Stern. Stern. <laughs> I'm going to push you down yeah. to the bottom. Because she's got this big, big branch. Yeah. Push you down to the bottom of the pond. Yep. I don't even know how she got her out. I don't even know how she got there so fast. <laughs> like, she was just, like, stalking them in the yeah. woods, I guess. She's the watcher. Yeah. I mean, she is also, but, you know. Later on, I guess, I don't remember what the timeline is, but uh, Miss Aylwood reveals that Karen's the name of her daughter. I think it was, like, maybe it was right after she gets out of the pond. Because she has them back at her house. Yeah, 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 to dry warming off. Warming up, yeah. And... This is when Jan mentions, like, seeing someone with a blindfold on, and that's how Miss Aylwood knows that it's Karen, because she remembers, I guess, she wasn't there. there so. so I don't know. Maybe the kids told her about yeah. the blindfold, but she then she tells her a bit more about um, Karen and kind of what happened to her. Um, basically, all Miss Aylwood knows is that one night uh, during an eclipse, and she does mention the eclipse at this point, so... It's oh, I totally missed that. Really stupid that Jan didn't figure that For out real. until the very end. But she's like, yeah, one night during an eclipse, you know, I noticed that Karen wasn't in her room. And that's really strange because she's usually very, you know, good about telling me where she goes. And so I couldn't find her. I went out to the woods to look for her. Couldn't find her. She stumbles upon a, uh, like an old dilapidated church mm -hmm. in the middle of the woods and sees like three of Karen's friends running from it. And it's on fire. Yeah. And so she goes into the church and it's like flaming and falling apart or whatever. And Karen's not there. They never found her body. Never found her body. Um, and that's all we know at this point. That she's gone. Miss Aylwood says that she thinks she's still out there. So Maybe that's who she was talking about. Is that what you wanted? I don't think so because <laughs> she doesn't talk she doesn't talk to it lovingly. Yeah, that's true. I think if that she, were her daughter, she would be like. But once again, that's another weird inconsistency because later, she acts like a, like surprised that they 
that the person speaking to them is not Karen. Oh my God, we'll get there. Okay, okay. God. <laughs> Now, now that we're talking about it, I'm Sorry. like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm that telling you, it's sense. it's Betty Davis doing her thing. I know. I don't know. I mean, I think that that line was creepy, and they probably just needed to add something creepy in there, and they just. I but it doesn't know. make sense. Horror movies do that all the time, though, where they put like weird, creepy things in there that don't really make sense. That would sense. drive me nuts. It happens all the time. All the time. It's a very common thing. I think uh, Miss Aylwood also mentions that the like kids that Karen was with mentioned that they were doing some kind of game, and that's like all she knows. Yeah. So kind of from here on, more like creepy stuff happens. Like they show uh, Ellie and Jan at a motorcycle dirt bike race that Mike goes to. I feel like this wasn't very necessary. Well, it was only because. Uh, Jan, like, is standing on a rock, and suddenly Ellie starts screaming at her to move, and Jan's like, what? what?" And so she moves, and then, like, a motorcycle crashes right where she was standing and explodes. Yeah, Um, but, And then when she goes over to Ellie being like, why'd you call me? And she's like, I didn't. Narek did. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) But she did call her. Is she saying, like, I wasn't the first one, like, Narek told me to call for no, you? No, she... Well, I, actually, I think the wording of it is different. I think she said, what did you want? And she's like, I didn't want you. Narek did. I, I don't know. Something like that. It was something like that. Ugh. So, anyway. And it's just showing that Ellie's being possessed again. But she's using her possession powers for good because well, she saved Jan's life. She's got to save Jan. Have to save Jan because they need Jan. Jan. To, to, for the sacrifice. For the, yeah, I mean, Jan is the most important part because there's another part um, that happens not long after where they're on horses. Oh, yeah, the horses. By the way, horses. Always horses. And the horses get, like, spooked by a flashing light, you know, again. Did, did Wait, now, re- refresh my... So we... Oh, it's been so long since I've seen this. Um, it's been, like, two weeks. It's been two weeks. <laughs> and I had my eyes closed most of the time. Did they see the flash too, or was it just the horses that saw the flash? I mean, they didn't mention the flash, but how could they not see it? Right. I mean, whatever. They saw it, I'm assuming. I mean, horses are spooked by ghosts, so. Sure. We found that we out. We did find the that carnival out ghost. In the carnival ghost. <laughs> horses. Um, so, I don't know. Like, Ellie's horse goes in one direction, and Jan goes in another. Ellie almost gets hit by a car, oh, but yeah. then the, a flash of light blinds the driver and that poor driver's car goes crashing off a bridge well it was a small bridge he was fine he was fine but still what a shitty thing for a poor driver and i I don't know so i guess the watcher's also saving ellie's life for some reason because ellie's the conduit because i guess maybe ellie said speaking through ellie but why can't he speak through jan is she just not sensitive enough i mean i think ellie's way more sensitive maybe so he needs Ellie to be the conduit to speak to Jan. And meanwhile, Jan's horse is going in the other direction and it leads her straight to the church. Of course it does. Yeah. So she can, uh, you know, learn more. Um, while she's at the church, she sees like a creepy dude mm-hmm. following her. Actually, I think he doesn't follow her until after she leaves the church. So she goes in. She sees, um, she thinks she sees Karen inside of a coffin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is strange to me because I think and I didn't realize this until I watched it a second time but that coffin is what Karen's standing on 
during the seance thing, the yes. ceremony thing. It's not, yeah. They keep calling it a seance, but it's, it's not, not seance. It's not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just don't have another word for it. Yeah. But I didn't realize she was standing on that coffin. It's very strange. And I was like, why? why? First of all, why is there a coffin in the middle of the church? Second of all, why are you standing on it? <laughs> was it a coffin made of stone? It looked more like a sculpture to me than, than like an actual, like something. I mean, she, they call it a coffin. I mean, it was shaped like a coffin. It just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe I'm mistaken and she wasn't standing on it and it just looked no, like No, I it. think you were right. I don't know. Anyway, so she sees that and she freaks out. She also, uh, the stained glass window like explodes. Yeah. And it shows two overlapping circles. And it one's a sun and one's a moon. And she's like, what does it, it mean? mean? And I'm like, you're such a It's idiot. right there. I wonder like, if the watcher the w- is like, it's right there. He's like, God damn it, girls. <laughs> what do I have to do to show you what to do? God, you don't have just, to spell it out just, for you? Yeah, just appear, man. You're going to have to show them. We've already learned, though, that the Watcher can, like, make Ellie write shit. So why can't you just make him write out exactly what you yeah, want? Yeah, here's the plan. Here's the plan. Here's what you need to <laughs> Step do. Step one. Enough with these stupid hints. You're obviously not going to get them. So do this and this and this. The end. Why would it be hints? I don't know. I mean, I know as far as the movie why it'd be hints because yeah. it's suspenseful and it, and it builds. But it's like in other ghost stories, like, true ghost stories why would you leave hints can you not communicate with the living in a way that we can understand well, so if you, you just... were well so if we had in this movie if we had not seen the watcher write things write words through ellie then we could assume that he couldn't communicate through words like and that would be okay. fine i yeah. guess i don't think that's an unusual thing right that they can't communicate using actual words and they have to use symbols and hints and shit like that but he can write we've seen it so just write out the plan she's obviously not like wait are you sure you want to choose jan yeah it's taking a long time maybe she's not so bright it took a pretty long time (laughs) they never say how many days happened but it seems like a while because they go off and do so many things i'm pretty sure time has passed um because also oh well so after she leaves the church that's when she sees like a creepy dude following her and he is creepy. He is pretty creepy. I mean, he's not that far away from her. And no. she's like looking at him and he's yeah. like he's like staring, staring at her. At her yeah. But still, it's like he's he thinks he's hidden. But then he's, Mike but comes and he runs away. Yeah. Because Mike's a big manly man with some very feminine hair. He does. He has some very 70s hair. Yes. I loved it. Emma didn't like it. I did not like it. I was feeling the 70s vibe. Also, I found out that that guy, the guy, the actor that plays him, was in the remake and he plays Tom Keller in the remake. Okay. Cool. So, you know, I wonder what he looks like now. I gotta mm. watch that. I gotta watch the new one and see how bad it is. So creepy dude, Mike comes and saves her. Yeah. Then what happens? Well then they cut again to something else. Like they're at a carnival later. Oh yeah. And the carnival part is where the creepiest scene comes in and that's where oh, that's uh, the one. Jan gets lost in the mirror maze and she sees Karen in the mirror, arms outstretched, saying, Help me, like from every angle. angle. Yeah. It's a really cool shot. Oh, it's like, terrifying. It's that's the shot I remember as yeah. a kid. It, it, that is definitely the scariest and part. And saying help me, she's mouthing it. You yeah. can't hear the words. Right. But why would you go in a mirror house? If you've already experienced two weird things with mirrors, why would you go in a mirror house? Jan is stupid. <laughs> she's really dumb. Either that or she's like, I just want all the information. Just <laughs> give it to me. 
Just lay it out. It's, I'll keep standing in front of a mirror. It's not even until after this happens that she says to Mike, I think I need to help her. <laughs> and I'm like, you think? I think, <laughs> I think someone's trying to get your attention. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> She's such an idiot. But it doesn't matter because she doesn't help right away. I think, no, she like, doesn't. She's still, in, she's still in the gathering information point. Yeah. So she does decide to go investigating at this point, and she decides the best way to, to do that is to uh, question the three people that were there the night that she died. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Mike's mom. Yes, and interesting. And she actually doesn't question him. Mike does, or question. She doesn't question Mike's mom. Mike does, and gets not much information out of him. She outright lies to her son at first and says that she thought Karen like ran away. But then in the same Lies. conversation, admits that she disappeared. Lies. And no one knows what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but So she basically just says what we already know, that they went there that night to play a game, and she disappeared, and no one was able to Well, we did find out that it, whose idea was the game. Tom. Tom. Okay. Yeah. And so she goes, that's who Jan goes to visit first, but he refuses to talk to her at all. Yes. So she gets He's nothing just... out of him miserly miserable yeah. old man in a beautiful house yeah and so that house the house that tom keller lives in is the same house that was used in the old 1960s uh haunting of hill house movie oh cool so i'm not gonna watch that yeah that one's actually really scary Ooh, no yeah actually i just realized there's two toms tom keller and tom collie two toms why would they do is that? it tom keller or is it john keller is it is it john Did it I might always- be john John? Okay. That would make more sense. I just wrote them both down as Tom. But it makes sense that there's John and Tom. Okay. John Keller, Tom Colley. John Keller's the rich, angry dude whose idea this whole thing was. Yes. Okay. So then she goes to visit Tom Colley, who lives in a freaking, like, medieval hovel. I feel so bad for him. So why I guess aren't he's his... homeless. Yes. Why aren't his friends helping him? I don't know. He's got a rich friend. Yeah. I'm sure John Keller's At got a room for him. a damn real house, because this is like, it's like a crumbling, derelict building. Yes. In the middle of the, like, English woods. I'm like, I don't know. I, give him, like, a freaking apartment or, building somewhere. Or just, yeah, or a guest house on your property. Or he doesn't put him have in to the even s- live on his property. Stables. He'll take care of the horses. Doesn't he owe him something? He owes him something. <laughs> I would think. I was really sad about this part. Yeah, it was really sad, because it is, like, disgusting. But, um... Jan goes in there and she's like looking around and it's like filled with animals and like just disgusting trash. And Tom comes in all creepy like. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find out that he thought that Jan was Karen and that she yes. was the ghost there to haunt So him. he wasn't really believing what he saw. Yeah. So he had to like touch her to believe that she was real and yeah. not a ghost. And then we find out he's nice to animals and thus super trustworthy. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if you're nice to animals, we can trust you. Yeah, true. So he's got this little hovel out in the woods, and he takes care of injured animals. Yeah. So he's a nice old homeless man that his rich friend refuses to help. <laughs> so she is able to convince him to help her, mm-hmm. you know, by giving information. And so he gives the most information out of anyone, and he basically says that Karen was a part of some sort of, like, initiation to join their secret society. I guess, you know, Secret Society of Cool People, the in crowd. This is John Keller's idea. Yeah. Although, look at the two people he picked. Oh, Like, I don't imagine our, that there are many people in this little village that no, they're living in. No, I guess in. not. But, like, I don't know. 
nice old homeless man, Tom Colley, like speaks in like the roughest English ever. I'm pretty sure he hasn't gotten worse with age. Mm -hmm. So he, he was never very literate. So fancy well, ass uh, John Keller wanted this illiterate guy to be in a secret society. Yes, because I think John Keller was an absolute terrible person growing up. Yeah. Nobody would be his friends. Yeah. And so the only friends he could have were people that he had some kind of like power over. Yeah. No, you're right. That's totally what it was. Totally. And I think he's the same way as an adult. No, he Because is, he won't because give a home to Tom Colley. They show a scene, and I don't remember when it happens. I don't think I even made notes about it because it's not really that important to the plot. But they show a scene. It had to have been before now. Because when he, when when he, he goes first to saw, his house. Yeah. When Tom Colley sees Jan at the church. Yeah. Then he goes to John Keller and is like, I've seen Karen. And yeah. He's like, and he's like, you're an idiot. You? You're Fall. drunk. Shut yeah. up. John Keller still has some kind of like power over Tom Collins. Oh yeah, even now, but and he I, won't give him a house. And Mike's mom, what's her name? Mary. Mary. I think Mary's just kind of removed herself from yeah. those guys. Yeah, she's like, why was I friends with those idiots? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So their secret society, basically, I don't know. He tells Jan that they linked hands around Karen, who was blindfolded, and lightning or something strikes the bell tower. This is like during this time, they're like showing a reenactment of what happened. Mm -hmm. So. It looked like lightning strikes the bell tower of the church right under where she's right above where she's standing and the tower catches on fire the bell falls um well as it's catching on fire the other two run out and tom collie kind of like lags behind the bell falls right where karen's standing but he looked and she was already gone, gone. like and he says that and that no one really believes him that that he looked and she was not there yeah before it before it fell. Um, so Which is super strange. Yeah. Where did she go? We don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know. Then there's a creepy scene where Miss Aylwood hears Ellie humming the same tune. Oh, yes. That we keep hearing. Oh. This is when she brings her in and shows her the music box. Okay. So the tune is from Karen's favorite music box, I guess, when she was young. Which begs the question, who is the one humming? If it was Karen's music box... I don't know. Why would the watcher be know. humming that song? I don't know these answers. And I'm pretty sure wherever Karen is, she is not able to communicate with them. I don't know. She can only communicate through reflective surfaces. So she can only communicate through images then? Yeah, not sound. So who's giving, feeding them this tune? The watcher's got to. But what? he's got no connection to it. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Wait. No, you're right. It makes no sense. I feel like we can't talk about it yet. Mm. But it doesn't make... No, you're right. Because it's not like he's having tea with Karen somewhere no. for a bit. No. Or that they he's hung here, out. He's here. Karen's maybe, there. Maybe something transferred. Maybe maybe something... I don't I'm, know! I'm giving a skeptical look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make sense of this poorly written plot. I know. That's another reason why I really want to read the book. She lets Ellie hear the music box because she says, well, Jan tells me you've been hearing voices. Maybe if you listen to this song, you'll hear the voices again. So she's essentially trying to drag. Cool, lady. Drag it out of her. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Is it? Yeah. What's wrong? How's it going to hurt her? Voices are guess, talking to well, her. I guess if she gets possessed. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. She wants her daughter back. I understand. So Jan comes in as as this is happening, to tell Mrs. Aylwood what she learned about Tom. Mm -hmm. um, and so while they're talking about it, 
that's when Ellie starts to speak. And so this is a really creepy part because she starts yelling, uh, must help Karen. And they go over there and they're like, tell us, Karen, because they think Karen's speaking to her. That's probably why Mrs. Aylwood thinks it's okay. Because if she's assuming the spirit of her daughter is going through her, then it's not malevolent. Right. And it's That's fine. true. You know. But now, okay. what happens? So <laughs> she says, not Karen. Not Karen. Stupid, 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 stupid. Because they keep being like, Karen, tell us. Karen. Uh, she also says something like, must open door soon, very soon. Most open door in chapel. So basically saying what they need to do. do. Yeah. But also saying, not Karen. Not Karen. <laughs> More instructions are given. Yes. It's kind of in a choppy way. Yeah. So maybe the watcher is kind of building up. They must open the door how to the, the chapel communi- soon. How they can communicate. I don't know why the uh, watcher couldn't have said eclipse. Open oh, door yeah. to chapel. Instead Ma- of okay. saying. Maybe they don't know the word eclipse. Maybe. It's possible. I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I'm just trying to make sense Could they say two days from now? <laughs> There you go. Two, day, two days from now. Maybe they're, but see, maybe their time is different. Oh, maybe. They're, maybe. <laughs> I, who knows? Who knows? At this point, we still don't know anything Very about so- this person other than that. Not the, Karen. It's not Karen. Very soon. Very soon. Open door Cha- to chapel. chapel. It knows chapel, but it doesn't know the word eclipse. Yeah. Okay. Just as uh, Ellie is screaming, that's when mom walks in. And mom is furious. She is not happy. I wouldn't be either. That's That's something very scary to walk into. It is, and I think I could think we failed to mention that like prior to this, she uh, had mom had gotten wind of like Miss Aylwood feeding them ideas about like you know scary stuff in the woods, and so she was under the impression that Miss Aylwood was telling them these ghost stories and getting them to like believe stuff. Hmm. So she's already kind of on edge, and so when she sees this happen, she's like, "We're getting you out of here right away!" And so she's like, "We're moving tonight. Like pack up your things." And of course, Jan's like, "No, we we have to, have do to help something. Karen very soon." Can I also mention that Jan screams throughout this entire movie? Like she yells at all this of point. Her lines. Is she yelling now, dude? She's yelling the whole movie. I think she doesn't yell with Mike. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, she she's not the best actress, so it's, it's all right. It's fine. Mom takes him away. It cuts to like nighttime, and they're like driving. But of course, the watcher's not going to let him go. Uh, he manages to make their car malfunction and uh then they they stop the car on a bridge they get out of the car lightning strikes the bridge and the car effing explodes oh yeah now did the watcher do the lightning (laughs) i'm assuming yeah because he'd done it before kind of right i thought he did like flashes but this was like a storm No, maybe he can control the weather too so well Maybe he didn't do the lightning. Maybe he just stopped the car, but I don't know and how he, he did that. And he knew that the lightning was going to be there. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, they're, I don't know they're, their car is toast. Yeah, their car is toast. They're not going anywhere. So they return back to the house. Uh, that night, Ellie gets possessed again. And Creepy. This is the second time we see her writing. So she writes on the, on the mirror of the bathroom, do again tomorrow. Once again, it's reversed so this makes me wonder that that's seems like karen. karen yeah oh my god so the writing maybe is from karen because it's always reversed and she's on the other side <laughs> so both of them are helping 
<laughs> they never confirmed that, but that makes yeah, sense, doesn't no, it? No, it does. So maybe that's why the Watcher hasn't been speaking. Now that we've, now that I've thought about it, that makes all the sense in the world. But it's not Karen. Well, Karen well, wasn't the one speaking. So the them. watch, the Watcher speaks through. No, no, Karen does. No, no. I think what it is is Good the Lord. Watcher is the one that like whispers to Ellie things. So whenever she's like, "Oh, you whispered it to me," or whatever. But how would the Watcher know the song? That I don't know. Unless the song the Watcher part makes and no Karen sense. can communicate to each other. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I think Karen's communicating through the mirror because that's how we see her image through the mirror right we get two instances of writing backwards. through the mirror and they're backwards yeah so that would indicate that karen is writing on the other side of the mirror yeah uh that's freaky so all of those instances are karen communicating with them and then every other instance like the the glass exploding um to show the eclipse thing yeah all the whispering and the flashes of light those are all the watcher okay but we still don't no we don't still know don't, <laughs> yeah no, i don't get the humming part that, that part, I think they just wanted a creepy song because creepy songs make things creepy. Yes. So, yeah, so she writes, do again tomorrow into the mirror and then says, it's nearly too late, hardly ever happens. And, of course, instead of listening, Jan's like, what? And wakes up Ellie and Ellie's like, what? I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> you were talking. What do you mean well, I was I talking? Know. What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm doing here. So the next day, Ellie seems to have forgotten all about the creepiness the night before because she's just like bloody dots the clip stand so happy um don't worry about the fact that i just got possessed last night and then jan finally connects the dots finally finally when because ellie says oh we got to go watch the eclipse because it hardly ever happens and she's like hardly ever happens where have i heard that before and then they also have a scene well it's the same scene but they also show, like, Ellie made some kind of, like, paper chain that was supposed to be elephants, but it turned into, like, people linking hands. Hello, <laughs> The Jan. watcher's like, what else do I have to do? <laughs> I'm spelling it out for you. But she finally figures it out at this point. Finally. She's like, oh, the eclipse. I get it. Okay. Do again. Do Open the door. Open the chapel. During the, she's like... Guys, I think we need to do the, the ceremony but she's actually, again. But she's actually yelling it. <laughs> Guys, I think we need to do the ceremony again during the eclipse tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, Jan, the idiot, finally figures it out, like, you know, hours before it's supposed she, to happen. She's got to do it. Yep. Don't have much time. So she decides to gather the three people at the church to repeat the ceremony during the eclipse, which is at, like, noon that day or something. Um, she somehow manages to get John Keller on board. By yelling at him until yeah. he's probably like, girl, just just stop yelling at me. I'll do whatever you want. She basically was like, you owe it to her. It was your idea. And somehow, for it's some true. reason, he goes along with true. it. True. Honestly, she wasn't really that convincing, but whatever. It works. He goes. And the other two are not hard to convince, I guess, because they come shortly after. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile. Oh, she snuck out to do this. Yeah. She snuck out, told Ellie to tell uh, their mom that she, like, went to bed or something. Yeah. So their mom doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. Ellie stays behind to watch the eclipse, yeah. I guess. But this is where the story kind of deviates depending on the ending. Yeah. So in the official, I guess, version, this is at this point, um, Ellie goes out to find Narek, who runs out in the woods again. That Narek. Put him on a leash. Put him on a leash. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's a puppy. He's going to run out in the woods. 
So she goes out there, and that's when she gets, like, super possessed. <laughs> <laughs> he just, the watcher just levels up each time. Yeah. Level up. He's, like, desperate at this point. He's just like, I got I this has to, to happen. Uh, to waste anymore. <laughs> we got to do this. And so they show Ellie getting mega possessed and then cut back to the chapel. Jan's blindfolded, and she's like, Tom, you have to, like, repeat the initiation. And it's really dumb. The, like, the ceremony is basically just like, you know. You'll be my friends you'll forever. You'll be my friends, <laughs> and no one else has made it, and you must not break the circle, and, you know, secret society of cool people. Oh, it's something terrible. Like yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, were you ever in any kind of, like, secret clubs or I'm anything? I'm trying to think. I, I was not. I can't. It's. As a kid, I would have wanted to I be. was totally enamored with Anne of Green Gables and her relationship with, uh, oh, my gosh, what was her name? Diana Barry? Was that her name? That was her, like, dark-haired best friend. Yes, and her bosom buddy. The bosom buddy. <laughs> That's what yeah. I remember. I'm like, I want a bosom buddy. Yeah. So I remember, like, the idea of pricking pricking your blood and, like, mixing it with another person's and saying That's some dangerous. oaths. dangerous. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. That's dangerous. No. But I don't think I ever really found anybody <laughs> I didn't find anybody because those kind of people don't really exist like maybe when you're a child but I even then I I probably would have been like mm, no thanks as soon as someone would have done a ceremony like that I would have been like <laughs> I'm out I don't know I'd be I don't the, want I'd, this much commitment <laughs> I'd be interested in the ceremony because <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like secretive and cool yeah I don't know I I mean n- the way that like John Keller did it was kind of douchey and so I'd probably be oh, like yeah. I don't want it to be in your secret society but I want my own secret society anyway um hang on all right so Jan's blindfolded they're gonna repeat the initiation Mike's being annoying basically being like don't do it Jan I'll break the circle Look, and that's his girlfriend yeah but like Jan's like dude we gotta do this okay like could you just chill like and he's like I'll break the circle if anything happens to Jan and I'm like you've known her for like three days hasn't been three days i don't know but, but it still, does feel like three days i'm just like but if they say not to break the circle then for fuck's sake don't break, break the circle because that's they broke the circle the first time and that's why it went wrong right oh Duh. yeah yeah so yeah don't break the circle yeah. and honestly like even if you did break the circle and this whole thing stopped you think jan's gonna give up on this yeah she's not she's gonna be she's gonna wait till the next <laughs> eclipse. eclipse which who knows when that's gonna be right so <laughs> she's gonna be really preoccupied so if you want your girlfriend yeah let her do her thing. Yeah, let her do her thing. Uh, so they they start the initiation and um, like winds start picking up and stuff, and then a voice appears, and it's coming from Ellie, who has is slowly um, walking into the chapel, speaking in this like deep voice, dead eyes, dead eyes. Just, oh, it was so creepy. And this is basically like kind of like the exposition part where it explains what happened. And, you know, What's I wrote down just, like, yeah. m- like basic words. So they basically said, exchanged places by mistake, magnetic pull of the eclipse, you know, you must continue the ceremony because my power comes from you, essentially. And that's what it says. What? Yeah. That's what it said? I mean, it's, it's Why like, does his power come from them? I don't know. They never explain it. Something about the magnetic... I mean, they don't explain it in great detail, but you're meant to assume that the eclipse has a magnetic pull that brought him closer to their dimension, I guess. And then, I don't know. Like I said, they don't explain it. Why would John (laughs) Keller's words 
because they well have one of the I mean, I don't know why. Kind of power. It has to have probably has to do with the eclipse. A right. B like he says some like mumbo jumbo about like we pull we call upon the Earth's energy or whatever. Like so, he says that kind of stuff. So maybe he's just so doing. A, he's like a it's, warlock. It's literal witchcraft. <laughs> he's a warlock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they removed all the, like, references to witchcraft in this version of the movie, but that's essentially what it is. Hmm. And so I guess that's what we're supposed to assume at this point. Do you think all that stuff is in the book? I don't know. Like, the stupid thing about it is, is, like, they didn't like the original ending because they said it didn't make any sense and it didn't explain what happened. But this one didn't really do a better job. No. Because you're still just be like, what? what? And like, I definitely didn't understand it as a kid. Yeah. I barely understand it now. Yeah. I mean. I still just remember it being about a ghost. It was a ghost. There's no ghost. But there's no ghost. But they don't explain what the Watcher actually is in this version. That's true. They never do. So I guess I'll just finish talking about this one. Then we can talk about the ending. So Ellie's saying all this stuff. And they show like a creepy pillar of light behind them oh yeah that when they like break the circle the light goes away and then they're like no get because i think like mike breaks the circle or something he does and then the light goes away and they have to like push him away and he i guess he gives up at that point well he gives up for a second he gives up he moves away they do it and then like jan in the middle is getting like swept up into this like vortex of like air and light and that's when mike super freaks out and he runs and breaks the the circle for good, but at that point, I guess it was too late. Yes. There's a big flash of light, everyone's like exploded, and then like Karen's there. The end. The end. It's all happy. So, yeah. That's, but but that's Karen pretty... has aged. No, she has not. She didn't, she looked so much older in that. I, I thought they just, were going for an no, aged Karen. No, I think that that the actress just looked older. Oh, okay. She's not supposed to have aged. She was suspended. Okay, that's true. Because I think that's part, I think Ellie does say that, that she's suspended. I didn't mm. write down exactly what Ellie that's says. That's all right. But, you know, it's yada, yada, yada. I mean, there was several endings, so. Oh, I'm going to talk about the other ones, too. Okay. But, so, Miss Aylwood appears in the church. Uh, she hugs Karen at the end. Credits. That's it. Creepy music playing? Yeah, yes. it's kind of like, it's the same tune, I music think. Music box. The same yeah. music box yeah. tune. And so that's the ending that was is the official ending that everybody Out saw. of 152 options. Yeah, and I'm like, is that really the best option you had? So on the DVD, there were two alternate endings. One of them is the um, original ending that the people in 1980 saw. So the main differences are instead of seeing possessed Ellie coming in the chapel and talking, we actually see the watcher. <laughs> but you closed when, your eyes. So well, you didn't see when it. it started to appear, heck yeah, I closed my eyes. Did I you could, actually see it at all? I did. You made me look. Yeah, because it's stupid looking. <laughs> and it I mean, it is 1980. It was creepy. I feel like for, the, you know what? I feel like for the time, it was okay. Like, they showed a close-up I mean, on it. It's got detail on it. It's just, like, nowadays it definitely does not hold up. But apparently back then it wasn't good enough for them then either. <laughs> and I feel kind of bad because it looked like it took a lot of work I'm make. sure it did. <laughs> Although, in some ways, it kind of reminded me of, like, floating trash bags. Yeah. <laughs> it did kind of look like floating trash bags. So yeah, they show the, like, watcher floating in the chapel. And it's, like, this weird insectoid, like, alien type thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess it... Seems more malevolent now because it shoots Mike immediately. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, he's like, bitch, I've been waiting too long for this. Yeah. Get out of the way. All he says is, 
watch out, Jen. And it just is like, pew, pew, pew. And Don't like, you Mike ruin is, my Mike chance. Out. He's yeah. desperate. He is He's desperate. He's like, you can't stop me, boy. I'm doing this. <laughs> I mean, how long has he been here? <laughs> I mean, seven, no, more than that. No. Year, like 30 years. Yeah. It's been like 30 years. He's desperate. It's been a long and I mean, time. He has spent a lot of time trying to communicate yeah. what they need to do. Yeah. So, but, I mean, this is, isn't, what, this was probably the first solar eclipse, so. I don't know. Lot, that's a lot of time. It is a long time. So he's desperate. He shoots Mike with laser beams. Um, so then the alien comes up. Like, the other people are just like, whoa, I'm out of here. <laughs> and the alien comes up and, like, envelops Jan in, like, these leathery trash bag wings. Is she blindfolded still? <laughs> no. Okay. Because so as soon sees- as, like, people start screaming, she takes the blindfold off. And she she's like, oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> she sees this horror. Yes. Coming up to hug her. I just want to hug. So he comes up, he hugs her, they disappear. And then suddenly Jan's mom like bursts in. And there's this really long, annoying scene of her like going around being like, where's my daughter? What did you do with my daughter? To To every every person. (laughs) Every person. And I found out later that that scene was refilmed to like cover up that they didn't have the, the space scene. They needed something oh, to Oh, so it needed to be that time. Yeah. Okay. An excruciating long time after she's doing that, there's a flash of light and Jan appears with Karen. Um, she explains that she was fr- that Karen was frozen in time and space. And they show Jan leading Karen back home to Miss Aylwood where they have like a touching reunion scene, which I actually liked that scene a lot. Yeah. It was nice to see. It was way better than the scene in the chapel. Yes. But and that- I understand that they couldn't film... That wig. That. No, the wig was terrible. Yeah. Karen, I guess, is supposed to be blonde because she's supposed to look like Jan, although they look nothing alike. No, they so don't. I would have, assuming that they're supposed to be mirror images of each other, it would make more sense to use like the same actress. Yeah, that does make sense. And they had the technology to do that. No, they definitely, they already did that in Parent Trap. Right. Come on. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, they made this whole big deal about how they're supposed to look alike, but they looked nothing alike. No, they didn't. And Karen's got the worst-looking wig, wig ever. It was so bad. And I'm I like, is that focus. the best wig you can I find? I couldn't focus on the touching moment because I'm like, that, that wig! wig. Yeah, it's so shiny and it looks like it's about to fall off of her head. <laughs> so, yeah, they have a touching reunion scene. And then Jan has a little bit of exposition with Ellie where she basically explains everything. And it does go... I feel like it goes into more detail mm-hmm. than it does in the other ending. Um, I wrote down just a couple quotes where she says... Uh, Karen went to a place where people are changed into negative images, whatever that means. Okay. And that he needed my image to set her free for some okay. reason. And now the watcher can go home too. The end. Everybody's happy. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Ellie's like, haha, my 12 year old brain. Yep. And it cool. ends with a scene of uh, Jan smiling out at the woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then credits. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I don't get the whole negative image thing, really. Like, I don't really get it. I don't, yeah, I didn't either. I mean, like, negative image, like a photo negative image, right? Is that what you get from it? I got that it was, a like, an inverse. Like, when you invert an image in Photoshop and it's, like, the negative. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a negative it, film. Yeah. I guess, but why and why how is, and, Why like, are humans... Why, why does this place exist? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Only human beings get turned transformed into know. negative. It just said a place where people are changed to negative images. That's exactly what she says. 
I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to have to read this book. And it's that. Because I want to understand this. Unless. Yeah. I mean, again, we don't know because we haven't read the book. But I'm like, how much of this is the director's input versus. I'm assuming that the book has the sci-fi twist to it. Okay. Because why the hell else would they make that up? Because clearly no one wanted it. <laughs> That's true. Like, nobody appreciated That's the sci-fi true. ending. That's true. Because they basically removed it and explained it away in a more vague way. They didn't mention the negative images thing at all. Nothing, yeah. So then, with when taking the negative image thing away, I mean, I, I admit the negative image thing makes no sense. But when they take that away, then you have to wonder why the hell Jan was needed at all. Right. Like... Maybe because, th- maybe just that they had to have the ceremony be almost the same and Jan looked close enough like her <laughs> that it was okay. I don't know. I mean, with... I think that's what I assumed when With I Mrs. Aylwood's comment in the beginning of yeah. as far as like, is this what you wanted? She's going to stay. And her looking for a person just like Jan to move into their house. I mean, come on. I don't know. But Miss Aylwood couldn't have known about the negative images thing. Maybe unless the Watcher's been speaking to her this whole time. But I don't believe that either. Because when they find out that it's not Karen talking to them, she she's like know surprised. Yeah. I don't know. It makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, so there is an alternate ending, which is basically the longer version of this ending. And this is the one that like was never released um, because it wasn't done in time. And it's almost the same. Except that it shows, like, when the trash bag alien envelops uh, Jan in its wings, they take him up to, like, space. Yeah. Like, it looks like, like, cyberpunk landscape. Yes. And we're meant to assume that this is some kind of, like, in-between space, and it's not the Watcher's home either, I guess. That's the feeling I got, too. Yeah. So, I don't know what they were doing, what he was doing there, whatever. So He got, he got caught in there on the I, way I to guess. Earth. And... But was he going to Earth, or was he just, like... He was pulled to Earth because of the eclipse. Well, he was. Right? He said at the... Um, yeah, maybe. Where was he going? I don't know. <laughs> we never find so out. So many questions. We don't even know the Watcher's name. We don't. Mm. He might be a nice guy. I don't know about that. He blasted Mike with his laser Exactly. Eye I mean, yes, it was desperate. <laughs> so we see this, like, cyberpunk 80s landscape, and uh, Jan appears, and she sees Karen in some kind of, like, prismatic cylinder. Like, in there, all like, help me. And so she enters it with her, and suddenly you, it's she's, like, inversed. Like, negative image. She looks inversed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how else to and explain that. And they've got static going on, too, right? You don't hear things. It's just static. Yeah, I don't remember there being sound. Yeah, because now I have a sound machine because of my newborn. Yeah. And every time that I fall asleep with that thing, I, I think about... Oh, do you? Yes! I think about this space where beings are turned into negative images. Yeah. So if you keep listening to that uh, Who knows what will machine, happen? Who knows? You, you might go On an eclipse? Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just had a solar eclipse like a few years ago. I think it's yeah, I missed it. Okay. Whew, good. Yeah, you're lucky. So yeah, she just holds hands with Karen's and they return back home. That was it. I don't know. Well, she takes the blindfold off Karen, too, right? Karen's still blindfolded. Why didn't Karen take the blindfold off of herself? I don't know, man. Maybe she did, and she didn't like what she saw. Maybe she didn't like the the landscape. Does she still think that she's... Shoot, I don't know, dude. (laughs) There's so many questions. Jane, like, reaches out and touches her, and they hug. Yeah. And then they go back You don't even know this person. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) Well, she's, she's like communicating oh, thank God. with her through yeah. the mirror, so she does know her. But she can't see her because she's blindfolded <laughs> the whole time. I don't know, dude. I don't know. 
Oh gosh, this this movie makes my brain melt. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> that's the movie. <laughs> so um, they hug. They hug. They go back, and then it's the same scene of her taking her home to Mrs. Aylwood, and they have their touching reunion scene, and then she does the exposition and smiles at the woods. At the end. That's it. So which one did you like out of all the endings? Which one was your favorite? Um, I actually don't like anyone on its own. I feel like there should be a mixture of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like not seeing the alien was probably the wisest choice. It definitely makes it creepier. Yeah. But it's I a sci-fi. They, it's actually a sci-fi movie. It is. So. It, it was supposed to be a sci-fi movie, but they decided to, that the people didn't like the sci-fi, so they wanted to change it to be more like supernatural instead, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with, I guess. Like, I didn't dislike them going the route of having like El- having it speak through Ellie. I was actually fine with that. Yeah. I feel like, kind of like the movie Signs, like that movie was oh, great yeah. until you saw the alien and then it just went downhill. Yeah. So not seeing the Watcher is fine. Uh, speaking through Ellie is fine. Yep. Uh, I still think they didn't explain it well enough. True. I don't even know if they knew. I don't think they understood <laughs> it either, to be honest. I think honest. they got to a point where they've re- they read so many stories that they were just like, yeah. They didn't even understand the story themselves. I feel like they didn't anyway. I don't know. I need to read that book. I really do. So I don't know. I mean, I liked that. I liked what they did with it, but they didn't explain it well enough. And I really, and I understand that they couldn't do the reunion scene because Betty Davis couldn't come back and film it. Yeah. So, but they, I would have liked that because that was a nice touching moment. Yeah, it was. But that's it. I don't know. Just not with that wig. Yeah, no. <laughs> definitely not. Also, that girl's pretty ugly. <laughs> Sorry, whoever you are. Oh. <laughs> Come on, she was. She's a really ugly girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that movie. Uh, does it hold up? Yeah. Yes. It's still creepy. Yes, it's I still, still enjoyed watching it. I still enjoyed it. I was still, despite knowing what was going to happen, I was still interested in like the creepy moments that happened. Yeah, I got it. It's still creepy. The ending was never good. It's still not very good. So the ending suffers. Oh yeah. But I think it holds up. I would I would recommend it to my teenage friend. Yeah, I would too. It got a jump scare out of me, that's for sure. And yeah. I covered my eyes most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the movie, so I guess I'm gonna say yes. It holds it up. It holds up. I really wanna read the book and we could talk about that someday yeah what are we doing next emma okay so we're gonna do one more movie for the halloween season this is one i really liked growing up i've seen it about two times i remember renting it from the video store um, it's the wonderful The Worst Witch, the 1986 film with Tim Curry. Yeah. So even though I haven't watched the movie in a really long time, I look up Tim Curry's song. Uh-huh. It's become about a meme. every every Halloween it's because it's amazing a meme now. <laughs> Most people haven't even seen the movie, but they know that oh, song. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about next time. I have seen this movie a bazillion times. Well, you own it. I do own it. It's one of my favorites, so I'm pretty excited. If you want to own it, you can buy it on Amazon for $48. Is it really $48? Yes. It wasn't when I bought it. There might be cheaper places to get it, but just looking on Amazon. I mean, I bought it a long time ago. It was $48 for a DVD. Dang. Yeah. It's on YouTube. I could, okay, wait. I could only find like this 
squatty little version on YouTube. Okay, but it's there. But it's high speed, so everybody sounds like chipmunks. Yeah, because they don't want it to be <laughs> taken they don't down. Want it to be taken down. Yeah. But I own the movie. It's fantastic. I love it so much. Can't wait. Let's talk about it. Okay. Till next time. Bye. Bye. To learn more about us and see what we're going to read next, visit our website at growingupbookish.com.